Hi, I'm Tom. And I'm Joey. And welcome to another week of Taboos. Welcome back to Taboos, guys, for another week of dumb fuckery up in the paddock, the pod attic, with, uh, your co-hosts, Joey and Tom. Hey guys, how we doing? I hope you've all had a uh, fantastic week. Uh, to, to set the scene for you guys, we're back up in the pod attic oh, for another dude. week. It's not a pod attic anymore. It's like pod recording studio. Yeah, you're right actually, Tom. Um, it's so pimp. It's very pimp. Uh, Tom's of course referring to the fact that we previously haven't had uh, as good... We've had a couple of recording devices on the record so far. To give you a brief history of time of our podcast recording, to, uh, um, we're like equipment. evolution of podcasting. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say that. Like it went from not recording to just talking. Yeah, that, I think that was the biggest step in the whole evolution. Yeah, to be fair, that was the first like five years of our friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll refer to that stage as like the the, the pre the pre podcast stage, and that was the research phase <laughs> yeah. where we're just sort of like. Scoping each other out. Uh, it was podcast universe. Does this guy like? Do I find him interesting to talk to? Is he a good guy? <laughs> can I get? Can I invite him into my my girlfriend's <laughs> attic and help and talk talk about my week with him? <laughs> what were, you th- were you thinking? It like in those five years, were you thinking about the podcast? Did you, were you planning it? No, not really. But right. then. Good to know. Yeah, no, not at all. I, I was just like, oh, <laughs> I'm this guy to... seems weird. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I could have fun with him. <laughs> he keep bringing... Maybe I could use him to my benefit for a little bit, yeah. and then we'll see how we go. How could he be beneficial to my life? <laughs> well, <laughs> and then, well, we went, we went. Okay, let's do a podcast, and then we went Samsung recorder. Hold on, so that 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 pre pre pod stage, the the research stage. If we're talking, if we're relating to sort of like the human history, that's like. From little, well, little tadpoles in the water to pretty much walking and functioning human beings. Yeah, that's like the big step. Learning like, from not podcasting to podcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the yeah. evolutionary step there. Yeah. Then we went recording and, and, on Samsung. Yeah, we had well, we had a Samsung. We've had the iPhone four, which is still iPhone five, iPhone five, and iPhone six S. Oh, yeah, yeah. getting big real fancy guns, over here. Big guns. Yeah. Then we had. The Zoom recorder. Yeah, so we had the little... budget mics. Yeah, which actually turned out to be... I don't know if anyone's listened to episode uh, 11 and... I disagree. 11 and 12. I think they sound... No! Uh, Mate, they were so much worse than the iPhone 4. We no actually, way. That was like equivalent to the World Wars where humanity actually took a step back and were like, you were just better off doing what you're doing before. I disagree. I <laughs> yes, that it way. was. There was no fucking background noise. No. That no was There was heaps of breath noise. Yeah. Heaps of like shuffling around and directional... Don't you like that? I love that noise like that. <laughs> Hi guys. If you're not okay, what Tom's trying to do at the moment is <laughs> oh, yeah, breathe into work. the <laughs> breathe into the microphone, but he doesn't realise. Well, he does realise, but he hasn't he hasn't become apparent to him that our new microphones that were so kindly uh, given to us by Nova um, Entertainment have got these new fandangled. I call them spit shields on the front, but they could well be breath shields. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> stop- I think they're called pop filters. Um. No, I think you just made that up. I think, yeah, I think I did. <laughs> I, I think spit shields is what spit they're called. Spit shields, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's been like the 2015. That's Fancy like, road spit shield. Yeah, this is the point where 
all these new new technologies coming out in humanity, and one of them is included, the uh, beautiful Rode recording studio microphone. So hopefully, Fuck yeah. this sounds nice and crisp and delicious in your ear more than last time. And we're being mad professional. Mad professional. But not only that, but we've also, not only have we upgraded our audio quality, yeah. but we've moved into other mediums of oh, entertainment. Oh, snap! Yeah! Tell me about it. We're the big dogs now. Tell me about it. We've now stretched our wares from podcasting to you 10 people to now <laughs> yeah. accessing the tens to hundreds of people. Actually, how many people? What, you know? We're on, the, we're on the blog post? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with thousands. Thousands? <laughs> A completely oh, yeah. unsubsta- unsubstantiated claim made by us. <laughs> but yeah, we... we um, You'll have to ask the dude. Yeah, we'll have to ask um, the dude. We recently did a pod, um, a blog post for a website called Man of Many, where I somewhat tongue in cheek um, explain the six, my six top tips for uh, starting a podcast. So it was literally to, the blind leading the blind. Yeah, blind leading the blind. But what we really wanted to get across in the blog post is that if you don't feel like doing it, just probably don't do it. You know, <laughs> like. There is, there is a significant <laughs> we don't admin. Want, we don't want everyone podcasting. Yeah, well, exactly. We don't need competition. Yeah, Fuck. yeah, exactly. Man, that would suck. Yeah, so that was exciting. Um, so go and check out that if you, if you would like to. Fuck um, yeah. But yeah, we're feeling a little bit professional right now. We've got, our, we've got our new microphones. We're still sitting on the floor of the pod attic. To give you a uh, little bit of, a, of an update, um, there absolutely is no update from the last podcast because Tom still hasn't swept the foliage out, out of the pot attic, there's still a shitload of leaves all over the floor. And to make matters worse, we've actually opened the, the skylight again to let in more rain, more foliage, and God knows what else to make this pot, pot attic smell even more like an old, <laughs> crusty old man's house. But no, we're like taking the media world by storm. Um, yep, yep. I think we've got to figure out our next... What's the next frontier we hit? Well, well actually, like, I was gonna, I was gonna tell you about this today. Do we go backwards? You don't, you don't actually realize this, Tom. Or at least I don't think you do. But I've already taken the next media frontier by storm. Okay. I was sure. I give it I'm, to me. I don't want to big myself up here, right? I'm a pretty big deal. I don't want to feel like we've left our ten listeners behind and we've moved on to greener pastures by exploring all these different avenues of media. But my photo was in the Manly Daily today. For those who don't know, the Manly Daily is a <laughs> suburban newspaper. Hey, it's, it's suburban. What? For the peninsula of the Northern Beaches. It's got an international audience, okay? It's got an international <laughs> A very diverse. Uh-huh. A very diverse. That you don't pay for, by the way. Nobody actually pays for these. <laughs> no. They're 99% real estate ads. Yep. And then a few little public interest pieces. And a couple of little brothel ads in the back of it. Really? Yeah. Heaps. There's heaps of brothel ads in the back of it. You're kidding. I always used to think it was really weird... The like on the back page where they'd have all the sports updates. Like yeah. I remember back in the day when we played cricket, you know, someone from your team would get a high score in like in you know in the under eights or whatever it was cricket, and they'd publish the high scores there. So, so, so I kids... think at least everybody in now has an understanding of what sort of <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's big time, guys. It's really big. But wait, so there's ads for brothels right yeah. next to like yeah. little <laughs> yeah. little Billy Joe yeah. in under eight yeah, smacked like a good 26 not out <laughs> yeah like the card player you retired hurt yeah someone hurt his Ball feelings bounced four times before getting to the <laughs> someone hurt his weekend. feelings with a really harsh comment um yeah I always just think it was really weird that the man of the day would have these um you know cartoons and, and sports sports updates that would make young children want to come to the back of that page and then on the page next to it they'd have the classifieds 
which had all these like erotic pictures of you know head down to Pitwater Road number forty two and it's a it's the gentleman's club with the and on the ad is the the woman in lingerie and yeah it's a full on gentleman's club. So how club. much detail do they give in these? Are we talking like? They gave a little enough amount of detail that I had to infer that it was a brothel, but it was blatantly clear to anyone uh, who would, like, I don't know. over the age of 12 that this is a brothel. Yeah, probably less. Yeah, right. Depending on your experience with brothels before 12. <laughs> I'm not sure. So what were you guys in the paper for? Um, yeah, so... I can't believe you in the fucking <laughs> Don't wait. Don't get out of yourself. Page two, mind you. The oh, inside you cover. Oh, yeah. Big time. That's the third best page in the paper. Uh... <laughs> Correct it is. I wasn't a page three model, but I was kind of like <laughs> next to the page three models. Um, so we went, we were going to this pub crawl on Saturday, me and three mates, we went down for a beer at the wharf, and we went to get the, actually it was the fast ferry to the city. Ooh, and I, again, Someone's not a big shot. tech startup hotshot, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting my quick ferries now. Yeah, I don't want to like big myself up here again, don't want to alienate the <laughs> listeners, but I was willing to pay the extra dollar to get an 18 minute trip as opposed to th- uh, as opposed to a 30 minute trip on the on the normie the normie ferry. So, it's an experience. It's an experience, right? I don't know. But yeah, no. But I, you got, had... pla- I got places to be. Anyway, so, it turns out that the um, we were down in the wharf dressed in our active wear, which was for the pub crawl. Yeah. Um, and oh, so the girls are making the girls oh, are here. Are, are so rude about, of them to make so noise in their own house. Um, we went down to the fast ferry, and we got there to find the fast ferry was kind of like positioned on a weird angle against the wharf from what it, what mm. it usually should be, which is you know um, parallel to it. You know, it slides up <laughs> not gently into it. <laughs> yeah, like you're like not anything else, just parallel. <laughs> just slide up nicely next to the wharf and stop there and let passengers on and off. Without making too much of a... Rather than the ferry being like, oh, I really like the look at that wall. <laughs> I'm going to be close to it. I want to be on that wall. <laughs> I want to be, be in it. <laughs> I want to be a part of mm, that. Get me in you, girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I yeah. assume that's how ferries and walks talk. And walks if this was like, if this was like Thomas, Thomas the Tank Engine, where the transport oh, yeah. motives had voices, this ferry would be like... Cruising all up to the wharf and be like, hey girl, how you living? I want to be a part <laughs> of that. Can you imagine that? The manly ferry version of Thomas. <laughs> Ringo Starr sitting there, he's like, yeah, why are... and, and the normie ferry, who was minding his own business lying next to the wharf, saw the young buck, the Timothy ferry, and all... come in at a rapid pace. <laughs> and Timothy had lost all control. <laughs> Timothy, <laughs> Timothy was overcome by emotion and too busy, too busy paying out the big the big normie fare for being fat and slow and past its, past its peak. <laughs> and then he says, it ran headfirst into the wall. It, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Timothy's come unstuck. <laughs> <laughs> we should definitely do that. I think there's a children's, children's TV show in this. Just about the manly fare. But it's just a complete blatant rip-off of Thomas the Tank Engine. So every storyline from every episode is the same. <laughs> but just swap out Fairies for trains. And there's a whole lot of inappropriate sexual jokes in there, surely. <laughs> and the problem is that there'll be two characters on it, you know, wouldn't there? There'd be oh, the fast no, fairy and the normal like, fairy. The river cat. <laughs> oh yeah. The river cat is like the cat woman of the mm. of the show who's like the sexy sleek. Yeah, jet the sexy cat. fairy. Hey, I'm the jet cat. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have like private fairies oh, and then oh, shit. Yeah. Kayaks. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> wait, do our transport need motors? <laughs> but, like, keep every episode the same. So, like, when there's dramas about the trains coming off the tracks, don't update that for, like, oh, the ferry's off course in the harbour. Just be like, 
and the fairies come off its tracks <laughs> yeah. like an absolute blatant rip off with no it's like a and then it's like an like, F5 replace all yeah. in the script <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, hold on trains don't have tracks <laughs> stick to the script stick to the concept oh god so yeah the Manly Fast Fairy just careered like straight into the wharf yeah which was just a horrible bold strategy from from well, the, the driver like you had one job to do what the fuck were you thinking <laughs> you had one job <laughs> you had Don't one crash into the fucking wharf I can imagine an orientation day for the Manly Fast Ferry the guy comes in he's like look man have you got your boating license the guy's like yeah I got that shit I'm not, I'm not an idiot <laughs> I'm not gonna come unprepared to my job interview <laughs> the guy's like look man we got one rule here it's written up on the wall we all know it. We know it like the back of our hands. It's one rule. It's all you got to remember. Drive the boat and don't fuck up and crash into the wharf. So there's two rules. Uh, the, first one was, <laughs> <laughs> the first one was just like... The first one was the vision. The second one was the mission, okay? All right? It's like, yo, we're going to be driving boats. The only rule is try not to let that boat be inside the wharf. But uh, imagine being him after he's driven his friggin' ferry into the wharf and he's like, what are you doing in this situation? <laughs> you go up to your boss and your boss is like, come on, mate. Just, it's all right. It's the third time this okay? week. Are you okay? You're a bit rattled. No, you're fine. Okay, okay. <laughs> what happened? It's like... You had one job. Yeah. Don't hit the wall. The boss is like, are you okay? The wall's been there 80 years. It hardly jumped out at you. It yeah. didn't come from nowhere. The motherfucker nowhere. came out of nowhere. What the fuck happened? Yeah, and the guy's like, look, I know I fucked up today, but I promise it won't happen again. And the boss is just like... The boss is just like, look, man, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty happy that you're not hurt and everything, but let's face it, you had one thing to do. You're well and truly fired. Yeah. You will never maybe, drive ferries in this industry maybe again. Maybe ferry driving's just not for you. Yeah. Maybe, maybe step it down. Like, kayak paddling. You Maybe you're a really good kayak paddler. Yeah, or being a bumper car enthusiast. Because mm. you like crashing into shit. Yeah, maybe go try your life as being a carny. Yeah. Give that a crack. Yeah, yeah. I think that's more your skill set. Monster car driver. You actually <laughs> like hitting stuff in stuff that's not supposed to hit stuff. Go and try that. Anyway, down at the wharf and uh, just realised um, before I came here, Tom, that um, me and my four mates were dressed up in the Manly Daily, headbands on, sweatbands, looking all sporty, oh. and uh, ready to go into the city, and yeah. I don't think that'll so bring you were solidly active weird out. Oh, mate, we were... You were active worn out. We were worn out as can be. <laughs> I told you last week I had a, a little... I, I had a revelation that I was an active wearer, and I actually had an opportunity to put it into place this week because we had... An activewear themed pub crawl. Fuck yeah. Which was kind of amazing because it provides all the fun of drinking and getting drunk with your friends mm. and all the comfort of exercise clothes, which I know I was ranting on about last week about <laughs> you shouldn't, there's a big controversy about when you should be wearing activewear, but I've decided to pull a complete 180 and, and if you can't You're beat on board, them, baby. If you can't beat You're them, on board. Them, and I'm down to party with the activewear now. But it's not only that, but... Remember how we were talking about, like, the conditioning effects of, like, fit bands and things like that? Where you yeah, yeah, 10, yeah. 10,000 steps, get your vibration, you're like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. And then it was like, well, why don't we just develop bands that just vibrate so you get that same relief <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just, I want to get addicted to it, I don't want to do anything good. Yeah, yeah exactly. Speaking but of that's which... that's what active wear is. Yeah, Active okay. wear is, like, I haven't gone for a run. Yeah. But I'm wearing shorts and some skins and some sand shoes. And I yeah, feel yeah. as good as I would after <laughs> yeah, a run yeah. without any of the pain of actually fucking running. Jesus. So what you're telling me, Tom, in no fewer words, is that 
Active wear is the next drug. It's a drug. That is the minimum amount of words I would have described <laughs> <that> as. <laughs> well, what you're saying is we can get all the benefits and, and mental effects of act, being active without actually Yeah, while doing, doing it. the exact opposite. Because let's face it, no one binge wants drinking. to exercise, right? <laughs> doing the exact opposite, binge drinking, and just absolutely writing ourselves off. I'm down for that. And getting tomato sauce poured down your back. Yeah. Can you... Sp- yeah. Actually, that was, I've actually got a photo of that, but I just... <laughs> you didn't remember what happened? <laughs> yeah, I didn't remember until right now that that happened. What no. the hell happened there? Uh, to was... give you a little bit of context, listeners, I just remember now. <laughs> At one point of the night, probably well and truly into the pub crawl, so it was probably like 8pm by then, we started quite early, um, Tom just had like a mountain, like a whole bottle's worth <laughs> of tomato sauce smeared all over his back. Uh, well, it, it, it started off like... I it was blood to start with. I've been drinking start. for about eight hours by this point, and I was in my usual sort of annoying self mood. <laughs> okay. And I was sitting across the table from a friend, and I just sort of threw an ice cube at him to get his attention, and then he turned around and threw, like, two ice cubes back at me. Yeah. And I was like, ha ha, that's funny. Yeah, you've done good, it now, Good bitch. escalation. You're like, you just look at him going, ha ha. You don't know, suspect. It's about to get real. <laughs> and then he got oh, me. He got me, over, te- <laughs> he got me on a technicality. One of the rules of the pub crew was that the, all drinks had to be on coasters, and if they weren't, you had to scald them. Oh, uh, yep, true. So he pulled me up on that, and I was like, "Fuck, okay." So I reached into my glass and pulled a whole handful of ice out. Yeah. And then just sort of poured that down his back. And yeah, like then, through and it, then yeah, sculled yeah. my drink, and I was like, "I had the skull. I got to pour ice down your back. We're nice and even. This Good is co- job, ice and even. Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then uh, he threw more ice at me. Uh, like twenty minutes later, I pretended to squirt. Oh, sauce. so this is like a battle of attrition. This oh, thing. it went. This on. like went on for quite a while. Yeah, it was yeah, like, right. Everybody <laughs> thought just... it was over, and then the <laughs> yeah. big second act comes Tom, swinging Tom, in. Tom and Nick are happy now, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like. Oh, so one of them's harboring a grudge over here. He's going to escalate. <laughs> so, yeah, and eventually, tit for tat, ended up with him emptying a bottle of tomato sauce down my back. Jesus. Yeah. And amazingly, didn't get thrown out. Yeah, The right. bouncer just sort of came up with a towel and was like, here you go, mate. That is so Clean odd. yourself up. And that I was is just nothing like, oh, like what Sydney you. bouncers would yeah. normally do. And then, half an hour later, I was in the male bathroom with my shirt off, cleaning it in a kitchen sink <laughs> in a bathroom re- sink I'm and then really, drying it with I'm a just, hand dryer. I'm just really, really glad you specified that you're in the male bathroom then. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, anyone would have thought you just walk into the female bathroom because they had better shirt cleaning facilities. <laughs> but yeah, just went which on. They, which they may well do, I don't know. Just went on a little laundry mission and uh, washed my shirt, dried it in a hand dryer and then Bob's your uncle ready to go again. Yeah, right. Yeah. You surely didn't get it all out. You didn't like most of it. You didn't like, have some like pocket nappy sand on because you actually in there, did you? <laughs> no, I just used the hand soap. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I got most of it out. Who would have thought it's uh, also laundry soap? I'm a very resourceful young man. I'm gonna stop shopping for laundry detergent now and just go to the <laughs> go to the uh, <laughs> go to the bathroom in a restaurant and fill my pockets up with hand soap. Yep, that's a solid plan. <laughs> I see no problems with that at all. Carry on. Okay, I might be exaggerating there a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, like so. Whilst we're slowly taking over the media world, well, not slowly, it's only been 12 episodes and we're already in yeah. three different forms of media. Yeah, this is big time. Are you not at all worried that it seems like we're sort of working backwards in the sense of, uh, like, we start out of podcasting, it's relatively new media. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we moved on to blog posts, which are sort of like the early internet way <laughs> of joining into the media as a nobody. Yeah. 
And then from that we've moved on to uh, suburban <laughs> oh, newspapers oh, that people don't pay for. Yeah. I feel like our next foray is probably going to be in like a community newsletter. Yeah, community newsletter. I or think like that's our next one. Or a little sandwich board at, yeah. a, at a local a market. Telegram, like, yeah, a telegram. Like <laughs> telegram. Eventually it's just going to be like, it's a stuttering Morse code. <laughs> I, like, I like that. I think it'll go, mate. I reckon we can even go further back than that. I think we'll eventually be on like Roman wax tablets. Oh no! I think we go further back than that. I think we're going to be cave paintings. Cave, man, cave paintings. Cave paintings. It's just going to be. Oh my god! An ochre painting cave. of Tom and Joey you with just modern microphones. You have just reminded me of the weirdest. Not the weirdest. Like, nothing will ever be as weird as the article I read that time about the girl who, sh- who shit on the dance floor, right? Do you, do you remember that one? I'm pretty sure that's episode, like, two, two or three or four. Same as, like, girl who pooped in the club. And that was by far the weirdest news article I've ever read in my life. But I came across one recently you just reminded me about um, that was similarly kind of weird. Now, um, basically, what happened was... In the Czech Republic, they found these... Here we go. These... <laughs> yeah, here we yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to Eastern Europe here. It's about to get pretty <laughs> weird. It's getting real. I don't know, but they're up to some pretty weird <laughs> stuff over there. Um, there was an article about this skeleton that got found, and they've since come out to say... <laughs> you'll realise that that's a massive pun in a second, but they've recently come out to say that he is the oldest official gay man. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, good come out fun, I guess. But <laughs> that's a good come out fun. <laughs> I honestly thought it was a cum pun, and then you you reeled me back in. <laughs> no. I thought it was way more tawdry, and we're getting smutty again. <laughs> no, no way. This is above board. We're oh, gonna, sweet. So yeah, we're so, my sword. so anyway, this, like, this article. How did they know? <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. And I initially only saw the like the little blurb of it that they give it they, the, they give the, it the clickbait the clickbait yeah like well, world's oldest homosexual founding cave this is another one that's not like it, it doesn't you won't even, believe what happens next <laughs> this wasn't even one of those ones where they need a clickbait like they need to say you won't believe what kind of person we found yeah. in a thing because everyone would be like uh, okay the actual storyline is so like enticing to read that you just are going to click it anyway so it's, <laughs> the title is the oldest gay in the village. Uh-huh. Five thousand year old is outed in, <laughs> in apostrophes by the way he was buried, which I just love straight away. The fact that he was out- outed. Wait, <laughs> how are you buried in a gay way? <laughs> Listen, I'm about to tell you all about okay, it. Sorry, I'm going to stop reading. Yeah. <laughs> so initially, I was like, "How the hell, based on a skeleton, <laughs> do you figure out that some bloke was gay? He's five thousand years old. All the flesh is well and truly." decayed away they didn't have like some big double-ended black plastic dildo buried with him because I'm pretty sure they didn't have the faculty to make that sort of thing back then and they didn't have any beads around his neck or any weird sort of paraphernalia along with him right yeah (laughs) how did they figure out he was gay did you say beads yeah like Mardi Gras beads that's not (laughs) gay it's pretty gay it's, a, it's, associated, it's associated with being. The gay. idea is that you give girls beads and they take their top. Off. They take their tops off. Okay, whatever. It's like the opposite of gay. Yes, but it's all to do with the Mardi Gras. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> can, you just, can you stop fact checking me? Okay. <laughs> this is not on. Okay. So, you're on my Sorry. side. Okay, uh, give it to me. What's going on? Okay. Here's the article. 
5,000 years after he died, the first known gay caveman has emerged into the daylight. So they keep dropping all these puns along the way of him coming out of the closet, right? According to archaeologists, the way he was buried suggested that he was of a different sexual persuasion. What? (laughs) I know, right? The skeleton of the late Stone Age man unearthed during excavations in the Czech Republic is said to date back between yada yada, 3,000 years old, sorry, 3,000 BC, and then I love this bit. They've got a picture of, I'll show you now, they've got a picture of the skeleton, and on the caption below it, they've got, like... Describe it for me. Okay. <laughs> Pretend that I'm a listener who might not be able to see this photo. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> on the caption of the photo they posted of this guy, this, this bloke buried 5,000 years ago, YMC Cave. Oh, you're <laughs> fucking kidding. The skeleton you are yeah. joking. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So basically they've gone on to say that men were traditionally buried lying on their right side with the head pointing towards the west, women on their left side with the head facing east, and in this case, the man was in the woman's position. Um, he, instead of having all these weapons, hammers and knives and that sort of thing, um, and food next to him that the men would traditionally have, and they took these things pretty seriously, he had a whole bunch of like household jugs, you know, no weapons... You know, domestic items, and from that they've, just, they've inferred this is that he's absolutely gay. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, then he must have loved me. <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck? Hey, dude, this guy's into this guy's into putting his water in really nice jugs. He likes. He must like shaking. Oh moves. my god! Do you see Bill was buried with a saucepan? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my so god! Bill was just Bill was just happened to be into pottery, and these guys yeah. think he's gay. Oh my god! And needless and like. Hold on a second. They can't even have this conversation because if he's the first gay bloke... There like, must have been at least one There other. must have been another bloke, right? So by it's, def- it's at least a tie. So by definition, they don't even... He's equal first. You can't be the first. It's like... <laughs> they're like, oh, this guy's gay. We're going to hide him. And then they're like... And then they just look around and be like... Everyone just knows in the back of their minds that like... By definition, <laughs> there must be another guy around. It's what also okay, but no one's really like bringing it up. Everyone's like, "What if it? What if it Let's kill him and bury him. Let's bury him in a woman's position and never speak of this again." What if? What if it turns out they were all gay, and like the gay thing to do back then was to like get naked and go and hunt things and kill stuff. And like, <laughs> right. and this this is like the first heterosexual guy. Oh, Probably not the first heterosexual guy, but otherwise <laughs> it, there probably wouldn't be people. Yeah, we wouldn't have any people, would we? <laughs> but, like, maybe they completely got it wrong, and like all these other guys are sitting there going like, oh, but they don't know who we really are. They've just assumed because I'm facing the West. Like, also, what an arbitrary thing to pull up. It's like, oh, no, he's facing Tom, West. We're he not about to go point, poke holes in like... The, the rituals and <laughs> spiritual engagements of people that lived 3,000 years before year Christ. Czechoslovakian <laughs> yeah. people. Oh, I don't think the way he was buried was very logical. <laughs> like, can someone bring this up at their next community meeting? <laughs> this is just kind of bullshit. <laughs> Guys, archaeologists 5,000 years from now are just going to infer so much stuff from the way we're buried. Yeah, we need to... I think we need to start... I think we need to, like, start drawing some hieroglyphics on rocks again and just, like, some yeah, really... <laughs> Accurate, like no. Let's nonsense. provide some reference documents for these. Guys. <laughs> yeah, like uh, this guy was gay. This guy wasn't gay. Can we start telling everybody for the future? I assume five thousand years from now, people are going to want to know when they dig me up whether I was in, whether what I was into, what, what my boyfriend's name is, what yeah. his story it is. Was, it was Carlos. Whether we adopted any kids. Yeah. Like, give us the give us the tales, guys. Right. It's it's fuck. <laughs> it's critical to human Jeez. development. I think. 
I wish I, if I could go back in time, that would be one change I would make, I think. What? What's that? More accurate documentation of like interpersonal relationships of people 5,000 years ago. Yeah. Just yeah. so that you could fuck with archaeologists now. Mm. Like just come up with absolutely bizarre stuff. I kind of want... really detailed records of it. Yeah. So I kind of want to put together some time capsules. That like paint fake a... time capsules? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, they're real time capsules in the sense that they're going to be in the ground for a very, very long time. Mm. But they're fake in the sense that they didn't portray anything even close to what yeah, the enemy exactly. was like back here, right? Yeah, yeah. So fake ones, but, but you like, know, you, you put some stuff in there that, like, you know, in a couple of years when the ice age has come and gone, and there's some new, there's some new aliens on the block, and they're discovering all about humans and shit, and they're like, oh, well, they, we've finally pieced together what we think humanity was like. You know, there was a, the first guy, the first gay guy was was found five thousand years facing east with his was, pods. Yeah. <laughs> um, five thousand years later, they invented the iPhone six S. They all really became really antisocial, and then humanity sort of slowly dec- declined from there. And they all killed themselves because they're idiots. <laughs> we finally pieced together what humanity's like. Oh snap! Here comes this time capsule, <laughs> completely fucking up everything we know about humanity right now. And I don't know what would be included in it. No, what would be really funny is if, you, is if you put, like, quite a lot of time into it and, like, recreated the last 50 years but did it, like, 5,000 years ago. So, like, 50 <laughs> years ago is, like, the first TV. And then, so sorry, you go back 5,000 years yeah, and, like, have a time capsule of the first TV. Go forward, like, 20 years, put in the first computer... 20 years after Wait, so that. Wait, like, like, are you putting the years on each one of these? No, 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 but like they're in different levels of the dirt, so they know <laughs> so like, how long ago it was. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then like... And then one of them finally comes together so, and is like, these are all made of the same aluminium from the same <laughs> fucking but all factory. These archae- all these, all <laughs> so, these archaeologists are like, oh my God, this has all happened before. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. People have invented TVs. People have invented computers. They've invented iPads. And then at the like 10 years from your current time, in the former time. Oh, this, this is, is so hard to, hard to this describe. This is so hard to keep track of. This is so hard to describe. <laughs> yeah. But essentially what you do is you fake the downfall of humanity. <laughs> okay, yeah. From like 100,000 years ago. So all the archaeologists are <laughs> like, oh no, okay. what's going to happen in 10 years' time? Okay. This is all happened before. <laughs> oh, so you like, for some, I don't know how you do it, <laughs> obviously. But we have, I have not expressed you this would, clearly you would at all. You space out like, <laughs> the invention of the TV multiple times in history yeah. over every, like, 2,000 years or so. No, more than that, okay. like 100,000 okay, years. Okay, 100,000 years, so that when finally they're coming up to the year, it'd be like a new D-Day, like, <laughs> we know the 10 years after the TV, everyone's going to die! <laughs> they start panicking. <laughs> oh, God. That would be really fun. That would be my elaborate way to fuck with people if I had a time machine. Yeah, okay. I think there'd be a lot of elaborate ways to fuck with people if you had a time machine. Yeah, definitely. Mostly, the biggest thing would just be inventing everything that otherwise would have been invented over the next 50 years. And making, what, all the money for yourself, or...? All of the money. All of the money. All, all of the money. All the money. Give me. That'd be amazing. Yeah, just go back when there was, like, no internet or anything and just be like, here's an iPhone. That's, you know, I think we've talked about this sort of once before where you're allowed to go back in time and invent something. Um... The problem is that if you just teleported me right now, you know, just with the clothes that I'm wearing and no other resources... Oh, I'd be useless. I'd pretty much be fucking useless. <laughs> be like, like uh, do, you, do one of you guys want to come <laughs> sit in an attic and talk with me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, my skills. Like, how are we going to distribute this? I don't know. I don't really know how to make a microphone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, the internet hasn't been invented yet and iPhones haven't been invented yet. Yeah. I could pretty much, like, teach the first caveman how to make fire. 
That's, you reckon? Yeah, I can make fire. Out of nothing? <laughs> well, out of sticks and stuff, yeah. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> can you actually? Thanks, bro. <laughs> can you? Yeah. Have you done it before? No. I just, <laughs> I just know with a lot of time. So you think, I have to. You think if you had five years up your sleeve, eventually you'd crack it and no, figure it out. I know the general method for making fire. So the, the biggest thing back then was trial and error, not, how to, not knowing how to do it. Like okay. getting the sticks to rub together, getting the little like um, light kindling below it with the little sl- the, the, the oh, stick with the slit in it and twizzling it. Like, and with twizzling? The so you're way ahead of me. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, you would a little be bit more advanced than a caveman than, than you. <laughs> but, you know, I could explain to them things like, hey, this is what the internet does, and hey, this is what my, this is my, this app on my phone does, but it's all right, like, I can't do it. It's just what it does. So if you can come up with all the good shit, I know what electricity does, but I don't know how to make it. Yeah, okay. Tom's just giving me a horrible, horrible look because he's realised I assume we... that the microphones have been recording the whole time. No, they have been recording the whole time, but it's about to die. Oh, that's cool. We've got our backup right here. Okay. This cool. is really good quality stuff. <laughs> it's an iPhone 4, it's baby. It's like five steps back from where we were. <laughs> I mentioned that it was even superior to the last microphones we had. Is that even picking me up? Mate, this is picking everything up. <laughs> <laughs> look, mate, you're just as ampl- amplified as me. Okay. Okay, crisis averted. Anyway, I think that's a good time to move on to the next topic. We have a little bit of uh, Taboo's mailbag. Ah, we do. Yeah, some call confessions, which aren't necessarily confessions. Um, are you looking for your phone that's right next to you? Yep, all over <laughs> yeah. I'm on the ball, guys. Have no fear. So, one of, um, one of our listeners has uh, wrote in this week with what's arguably a confession or even a comment, but more just a... So <laughs> a rambling. So following on from our previous uh, listener who described himself as anonymous listener, uh, this one, his name, I guess we'll call him Adelaide Man. I think is what he prefers to be called. So well, he's called himself that. So let's go with that. Yeah, that's true. That's probably yeah. his way. Which is so, pretty anonymous, but as I only I only know one person in Adelaide. I know I know one person in Adelaide, but she's only there like five days a week. <laughs> okay. And then she has to travel back. So. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, and she's a woman, so I don't think it's her. I know who that is, and that definitely wouldn't be this person. <laughs> um, since we only know one logical person in Adelaide, we know exactly who it is, and also his email address is this, which has a name in it. So, <laughs> it, it's anonymous for the sake of this podcast. Sure. Okay, so shall I read it out? To you listeners. Gents, podcaster from Adelaide here. Oh, he has his own podcast. I don't know if he does. I think he meant listener. But it's a team event in this whole podcast, so you yeah, are... We're all in this together. Yeah, it's, yeah you're, you're one of us. Gents, podcaster from Adelaide here. Saw on a current affair recently, a lad from Adelaide made a social experiment pretending to be blind and asking for change and getting robbed. He rose to instant stardom and now gets millions of views on his shit. Turns out all the robbers were paid actors and it was all a scam. Genius. So I suppose my complaint is... Why didn't you think of it? And when, are you, when will you copy this? <laughs> Regards, Adelaide Man. <laughs> Thanks, Adelaide Man. Thanks, Adelaide Man. I think the first point to note here is that I love the fact that he's, he's just tried to tell us a funny story. Well, he has just told us a great story and then gone, shit, um, I guess I need to frame this as some sort of question or comment. <laughs> um, and then ask us in the end. So um, I sort of want to clarify something with Adelaide Man. Okay. So Adelaide man, maybe hit us up. So the blind guy is asking for change. Yeah, but he's, he's a fake blind guy. So he's not blind and he's asking for change from regular people. Yeah. 
and then he's got this coin, these coins in his hat, and yep. then some guy he's paying some actor to come along, presumably with the coins that he makes afterwards, rob him, steal his hat, run off with it, and then what? What then? And what then happens? they're all on a current affair. So it was like yeah, a big story on a current but affair. why? That this guy got robbed once or multiple times? Well, like it's a blind guy getting robbed of his stuff. Like that's current affair stuff. Mate, they go after dodgy oh, washing machine so, repair no, salesmen. I'm, I'm pitching a blind guy. Blind man getting robbed is like A plus material for a current affair. No, They're for sure. sitting there dancing around the office when they hear this story. <laughs> yeah, they love shit news. They're just like, oh my God, this guy had a terrible thing happen to him. This is 10 minutes <laughs> at least. Yeah, this is big time. Um... So he's not begging on the on the street for coins, which are then getting stolen. He's having he his is. house. Oh, okay. So he's so. Imagine me. Get, I just don't get it. Imagine me, but I can't see you. Yeah, you're blind. Sitting on the ground. Yeah. With a hat in front of me, with a sign that presumably says, "Hi, I'm blind." Is Can it a, is it like a money? social experiment? Well, because he doesn't know he's getting robbed. They're right. claiming it's a social experiment. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like it's more of a scam. He's been caught and then been like. Oh no! It was a social experiment. <laughs> oh, Gauge people's reactions. Yeah, it totally wasn't just to become no, famous I just and to get, get our car yeah. yeah, sure, it was a social experiment. <laughs> um, so they're stealing the small amount of coins. He has his hat in front of him, running mm-hmm. off, and then is he getting the public to like give him more money? It. I assume they're filming it or something. Oh, so the whole purpose is for him to get famous. Yeah, it's right. a scam. I finally, get what he's getting out of it though. Yeah, I thought he, I thought he was just trying to get. More coins so, from having his previous coins stolen. So the letter says he now gets millions of views on his shit. Right. I didn't associate that with benefit. So I assume he's making like, I don't know, YouTube videos or something like that. Maybe he's got a podcast. Fuck, I really hope not. <laughs> yeah, I'm man. so sick of hearing all these new podcasts. Like, yeah, fuck off. We should do something guys, about that. Guys, we're practically the first ones. Like, ten years after podcast started. I'm going I'm to bring an article out about <laughs> the six worst things about podcasting. <laughs> The fact that you start and six months later you feel like yeah. you're the established podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Number one would be you have to listen to your own voice back quite mm. a lot on recording. It is the pits. Yeah. Absolute pits. Number two, you have to sit in your girlfriend's attic. Oh, this is kind of fun up here, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little bit hot though. And it still stinks of mould. Yeah, you can't put the fan <laughs> yeah. on. You can't put the fan you on. You get in trouble for leaving the bolt. skylight open. Yeah. You can't put the fan on full bolt because it makes so much noise. It's miserable up here. <laughs> People mock you for having a podcast. Oh, big time. Anyway, thanks, uh, Adelaide Man, for writing in. We always love the entries over the website. It's really easy to write in over taboospodcast.com. Send us in some stories. Tell us what you've been up to. Just anything. Just please. Please. Just please give us something to talk about. <laughs> yeah, God. You know what we should do soon? We'll look up articles about 5,000-year-old gay bed over here. You know what's really easy for us? Mm-hmm. Is if we just do, like, a Q&A episode. That's true. Where all the listeners can send in questions. Yeah. And then we'll, like, compile them over a series of weeks and then yep. just answer them. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, sweet. I think what's going to happen... What, what did Fiona say? Oh, just um, I think what most people would... What would happen is <laughs> you just get three enthusiasts just spinning heaps of questions at us and that's it. That could work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you got any other news about me, mate? News about, about you? <laughs> not, about, not about me. It's not me. all about you, buddy. <laughs> it's not. Um, oh, yes. I do have something. So... Remember Ron from Woolworths? <laughs> well, I remember Ron from Woolworths explicitly. I really, really hope that he doesn't remember me. Yeah, fair enough. I, I, <laughs> no. assume, I assume somewhere there's a head, there's a photo of your head with a target painted on it. Yeah. And it's like inside a Ziploc bag with a broken <laughs> Ziploc. Yeah. 
I'm imagining that there's like a dartboard at his house with my a, a clip out of my ma- <laughs> my head on it from something from the Manly Daily article. <laughs> just darts. It's him. He just throws darts at it nightly. Um, to refresh, yes, I do remember Run from Woolworths. To refresh the listeners' memory, I think this is in. I think this is the very first story ever told on Tabby's podcast. Really? Yeah, I think so. Bit of a. We've definitely got to try and get Ron on the podcast. Yeah, we do. Bit of TDI there, but um. But he's the one that I bought a whole bag of rolled oats from Woolworths. <laughs> <laughs> and as I got to the counter and put it on the conveyor belt for him to scan, <laughs> it just exploded <laughs> all over his head and all down his shirt and all like a kilogram uh, of rolled oats just everywhere over him. And he didn't react. He just stood there and looked into the into space and just like <laughs> contemplated a lifetime worth of horrible things. It had happened to him, and this is like the straw that broke the camel's back, and he just... Oh, I thought he was just going to go on a killing spree. <laughs> anyway, that's Ron from Woolworths. Well, I think I've found, like, alternate reality Ron from Woolworths. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. I have found Walter from Thomas Ducks. <laughs> oh, right. I have found fancy Ron from Woolworths. Yeah, this is like the upper, upper-class Eastern Suburbs version of Ron. <laughs> He's probably wearing a bow tie and some bloody suspenders. He some was hips, wearing an apron. Some hipster He was glasses. wearing an apron because he didn't want to get his nice clothes dirty. So Thomas Ducks is this really wanky supermarket in Paddington. It's not wanky. It's not wanky. And it's not just in Paddington. Oh. It's everywhere, mate. <laughs> Whatever. It's, Whatever. It's for the modern gentleman completely who likes his organic spelt pasta <laughs> and hand cut prosciutto <laughs> and dairy fruit cheese. <laughs> so anyway, it's this completely overpriced but delicious. It sells great food. Funnily <laughs> enough, I was uh, shopping for some hand cut prosciutto. It's a, yeah, <laughs> and uh, had asked Walter if he could get me some. In which, at which point, he had to sort of pick up the whole leg of ham. So it's not cut yet. No, 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 it's like on a leg. It's like on the pig's leg still. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it cured it all, and then they cut it off bit by bit. Yeah, right. So he's picked it up, put it on the slicer thing, sliced me off a few pieces, <laughs> and then as he's picked it up, has like slipped and dropped <laughs> wait, this wait, thing. What's he slipped? He like, like slipped on wet ground, and he's like yeah, yeah, slipped yeah. and gone to grab <laughs> to stop himself from falling. In the meantime, he's dropped this thing, which would have been like 15 kilos of Wait, just the whole, prosciutto. The whole ham. Like, we're talking like this thing must be worth like $500 yeah, worth of prosciutto. Yeah, because you pay about like 50 bucks It's a, not a cheap. 100 grams for this like, prosciutto. It is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, right. And he's dropped it, it's hit the dirt, and he's just been like... <laughs> he's just like stared at it for like a good five seconds. I love the, sti- I love the, the stigma we're creating just... around employees at supermarkets not reacting to all the shit that they fucked up. I now imagine the guy from the Manly Fast Ferry crashing the boat just looking at the stigma. <laughs> <laughs> just quietly fuming. Oh, yeah, I've done it now. Fuck. Not again, so... Michael. <laughs> So, so, no, so Walter, so Walter's just dropped this. Walter's dropped this ham, <laughs> this leg of prosciutto, and just stared at it for about five seconds, and then looked back at me and just gone. It's gone. I can't use that anymore. Just like, and, just, and I know it would have gone through his head. Like, is this salvageable? Like, yeah. Can I do anything? Else? Like, can I reverse this situation? Think, I think when he looked back at me, it was like a. Did he see that? <laughs> yeah, like five second roll. Yeah. Can we get away? And he's seen me like staring at him, and I was just like, just like deer in the headlights, being like, huh. and then I've just done this like, are you okay? And he's just giving me it's like a. 
that's gone. It's yeah, yeah, useless yeah. now. Oh man! And my initial reaction was like a, oh, like that's sorry, mate. Like really. And then my second reaction was, <laughs> can I have it? <laughs> yeah. I'm not above eating your floor prosciutto. I'm not above that like at all. Five hundred dollars worth of meat. I'm gonna eat prosciutto for weeks off this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. But no. Just slip him a 20, 20 bucks note and be like, I'll meet you out back in yeah. five minutes. We'll, we'll make the deal. If you want to, if you want to uh, <laughs> drop that bacon over there too, <laughs> throw that in the deal. That'd be uh, that'd be sweet. <laughs> so but imagine. So what did he do? Did he just pick it up and be like, Oh, it was at just that like point I just all left. The, all the blood's drained from his face, and he's just like. <laughs> Dropped it in the middle and walked, <laughs> taken off his apron, walked into the manager's <laughs> office and just showed, just, just, you just hear the just door close. He's just <laughs> fucking <laughs> start throwing prosciutto legs around the manager's I'm office. Like, he desk crashing, yeah, glass really shattering, just a single gunshot. Like, oh god. <laughs> Thomas Ducks takes takes that yeah takes it seriously. It was a murder in Thomas Ducks this afternoon. Yeah, but, but Turns these, out an aggrieved employee dropped a leg of prosciutto and the, couldn't handle his anger. All the local suburban papers were like, "I completely understand where it's coming from." It was it was grade A prosciutto. Yeah, right underneath the local article of dickheads inactive <laughs> where watch ferry crash through wharf. Yeah, laughing ferry crashing through wharf for longer than they probably should have. <laughs> But yeah, poor Walter from Thomas Ducks. I really felt for him in that moment. Um, and was he? Because what? Because Ron, we we chatted about, was quite. Uh, he looked like a little bit of a a pedophile. Not that we think he was one, but he looked like one. <laughs> no, Walter looked like a friendly grandfather. Cool. Okay, that's how I would describe Walter. Right. Okay. Okay. So but you felt I, a bit sorry for him. Was, yeah. Oh, I felt so sorry for him. Yeah. Like all I wanted was some overpriced ham. And in- yeah. and instead he's fucked up big time and I was just like, Oh sorry, bud, like I wish there was something I could do about it, but I can't fix the fact that you're retarded. Bummer. Yeah, I can't fix the fact that you're just I thought you were gonna say we it, sorry that he'd slipped over and, and you know sliced his hand on the on the oh. the meat slicer. No, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. No. That'd be a little morbid, wouldn't it? Oh, that makes me feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe okay. Maybe it's not that. Maybe it's all the leftover drop on the ground prosciutto you just ate. <laughs> why, why is there a ham bone sitting next to someone doing over there? Oh dear. But yeah, poor Walter from uh, Walter from Thomas Ducks. I'll definitely be heading back and getting some more hand sliced deli goods from him. Oh god, maybe it's on special tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was quite funny. But um. What I was thinking about, back to our um, media exploits and the mm-hmm. fact that we're taking over the media world by storm. Yeah, yeah. Um, for our listeners, you might realise that today we're not as uh, useless as normal and it's because we actually planned today. Yeah. It's our first <clears throat> podcast we actually planned for. A little bit. Like, I'm not yeah, going gonna... oh, oh, we're talking ten minutes. When you think about, yeah, keeping context of the previous way we go about these podcasts is walking up and saying hello to our, each other having a very quick chat about our day and then saying, all right, let's record. Or starting a conversation, which is being just, told, shut up, this is pod- yeah, potable. potable. And then turning on the iPhone 4 <laughs> to record it. And we, yeah, this one was like, all right, this is, I think this is episode like 14 or something. Let's try and at least tell each other what we've got planned if we have anything planned. So <clears> as, <throat> as part of the planning, I pulled out a little notebook that I have, which I write stuff down in. <laughs> and when I opened it up, I realized that I had my... Most, um, most people call it a diary, Tom. <laughs> oh, a dream journal. It's a dream journal. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say it? No! 
You know I'm not a horse with a rainbow mane. Call me a unicorn. <laughs> Is this Charlie the Messy Unicorn again? Oh, Charlie the Messy Unicorn. Charlie the Messy Unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But no, I, uh, I actually had my employment contract for my actual job sitting in the back of the notebook. Cool. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I haven't looked at this for a while. Yeah. Realised I'm doing way more at work than I should be. But uh, <laughs> right. there you go. But one of the clauses in my contract, which I thought was really interesting... Is that you aren't paid? Well, it's a clause regarding confidentiality and intellectual property. <laughs> okay. I'm really, I'm really <laughs> concerned that you're addressing this in a public domain. <laughs> so one of the lines from the contract says that uh, any intellectual property generated by yourself in the course of your employment... No! Remains, no! remains the property no! of Enter the Name of My Company. No, you're telling me I'm just make, I'm working for the man right now. <laughs> this is, this is, <laughs> this is technically all owned by my employer. We, we cannot let them know about this. <laughs> well, at the moment, it's fine. At the moment, it's just generating losses. Well, we I'm, I'm our... tempted to just send them an invoice. I don't know. We, we've had some pretty massive... <laughs> yeah, can you write just, this off, please? Just be like, hey, guys, look. Whilst I was working for you, I started this podcast, for my, these claims spent like some that. money on a recorder, and uh, we won a couple of microphones, but had to drive out there, like petrol money and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. uh, like all the time we spent. But I'm really concerned, because in the course of this this thing, we've had some really good business ideas. There was, oh, yeah, exactly. Firstly, there was that one where we make an app that tells you where all the good-looking girls are going to be relative, like at yeah, the supermarket, and then, all the unexpected places to be good-looking. Yep, yep, yep. And then we had the fund management where yep. we just... Um, I swear we had more than People that. export their fund to us and, and they pay for us to use their money, yeah. basically. And then we had the uh, the one from last week where we, where we found out a way to tell if people were properly wearing activewear which we haven't monetized yet we haven't monetized it yet but I just know there's something in it for us I know there's something in it I'd forgotten about that hugely <laughs> successful business yeah but um yeah it turns out the company I work for owns all that now shit yeah so <laughs> bummer guys just between us uh it's our little secret <laughs> don't tell them no one talk to Tom's work <laughs> Or if they do put in a, uh, a a plea to to get all our content, we're going to have to generate some sort of hilarious Kickstarter campaign to outbid your company. Yeah, yeah. We're still not going to get any of that money though. They're still going to make shitloads of money. We're just going to buy back our own content to them. Yeah, Damn it. <laughs> this is even worse than the watch activewear. But idea. to be fair, I haven't done any of this work while I've been like. On company time, if that makes sense. Like, while I've been at work, I haven't been doing podcast stuff. Yeah. Except for all that, like, penguin research. Yeah, yeah, the penguin man updates. Yeah. By the way, penguins going well, guys. Yeah, fuck yeah. I didn't all, know about all this. on board. Are they in yet? No. Where are the penguins coming? They're not going to be in until next when year, mate. We've got ages. Oh, God. I'm just excited. Penguins are on board. They're going to be nice and cold. <laughs> They're going to be cuddly. The water's going to be really clean. Are they going to be cuddly? They're going to be so cuddly. They're gonna be. Do you know penguins shit a ton? <laughs> what a day! Yeah, like well, what? Not, not one penguin shits a ton each. <laughs> yeah, but like a metaphorical ton. They produce an a hyperbolic ton, an exorbitant amount of uh, poo per penguin. <laughs> so the poo to penguin ratio is high. Oh, compared to a human, poo to penguin is massive. <laughs> poo, poo to penguin is enormous. Poo to penguin ratio is high. Next week, I'll come back with some firm stats on uh, how much penguins poo. Yeah, right. But yeah, they're apparently an incredibly 
shitty animal. <laughs> <laughs> Literally shitty. They metaphorically poo a ton and they're still cuddly. They're so cute. You just don't want to cuddle them after a feed. I don't know if they're that cuddly though. I don't think they're soft. I think they're like... Dude, penguins. They're not soft. They're like the softest. Is... Oh, I guess they're birds. They're not that they're soft. They're birds. They're like water birds as well. Speaking of soft and they're cuddly. They're slick. They are. They're slippery. Yeah. They're streamlined. streamlined. Oh, jinx. <laughs> Double jinx. <laughs> Purple monkey dishwasher. <laughs> I don't know the line. <laughs> okay. Tom's just written. Tom's just written a note saying he's just got taken about fifteen seconds to stop talking and write me a note saying I can't talk in jinx. Well, what do I have to say to get you rid of it? Personal jinx or something? I don't get it. <laughs> I feel like I'm fucking kindergarten again. What do I have to say to release you of this bloody bond you're in? <laughs> say my name ten times. Tom, 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 if we have, like, a massive, like, Beatles-style falling out or, like, Art Garfunkel and Paul Simon falling out, <laughs> you're fucked. You can't do this by yourself. <laughs> you panic. sat panicked for 15 seconds. you were giving all this weird look as <laughs> if I was expected to know something, and I didn't. <laughs> you were expected to know that the thing you said precluded me from talking. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck, man. <laughs> anyway, speaking of uh, soft and cuddly things today, I picked up a baby this morning. <laughs> For the first time. Wait, this isn't about your whole, like, I need to borrow kids for videos thing, <laughs> nah, is it? This is the thing where, like, I don't have any exposure to kids in my life. I don't really have any, like, younger relatives Nieces that live or in nephews Sydney. or anything that live like in that. Sydney, anyway. Um, or friends with kids or anything like that. I just don't um, deal with kids. Mm. It's kind of, kind of a bit bad, I guess. It'd be a fun <laughs> thing to have in my life. But I picked up one of my co-workers' kids this morning. Um, yeah. Well, she gave it to me. She handed her to me. She's this girl. You didn't take it. You're like, baby, snatch. Hey, baby. <laughs> no, I picked up and it was like so cute and cute, cool. Like, it's just a cool experience. Haven't, haven't done it in years and years. And Babies just, smell really nice. This one did. They often yeah. smell horrible, I'm told. Well, some of them smell like poo because they <laughs> yeah. poo. More than penguins. Yeah. Oh, actually, I think it goes... Baby poo ratio, penguin poo ratio, adult poo ratio. Poo to, poo to baby ratio. Poo to baby is enormous. Yeah, Don't, right. Have you ever had to change a nappy? Nah, thankfully not. Oh man, it's the pits. Absolute <laughs> yeah. pits. And it, is it pretty shit? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> easy, easy marks. <laughs> but no, like, it's enough to make you not want to have kids. Right. It's, it's the worst. Significant. Oh, you like wiping poo off skin. <laughs> I know. Like, it's, it's gross. It's no idea. It's gross. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on that note of uh, ending our podcast with smut, which is actually <laughs> a running theme, a running, becoming a, a bad habit. A running theme. Um, we might leave it there, mate. Um, I think it's probably a good idea. Yeah. Thanks for being a part of this uh, general catch-up for another week. We look forward to... We need to know how to end the podcast. Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Do you reckon we have outro music? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Bye. <laughs> I like that you still leaned into the microphone despite the fact that we turned off for half an hour. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> God. 
Okay. It's a placebo effect. See you next week, team. See you guys.